thing. And here's where my life changed. The most stressful time ever was telling her. I could barely get the words out. I was crying. I went in person to tell her. I couldn't get the words out. And she was so terrified. And literally when I finally got the words out, and she's like, what's the matter? You could tell me, you could tell me anything. What's the matter? I'm like, <laughs> like a five-year-old, you know, you've seen them before. <laughs> and so I finally blurted out, no, I wouldn't wake up and I lost your house. We have to move out. And welcome to None of Your Business Podcast where we bring you inspiring storytelling from the heart. I'm your host, Robert DeLude. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the show begin. Oh man, I am super excited, guys. I got a couple new things for you. So first off, None of Your Business Podcast has t-shirts now. So go over to Instagram or Facebook at Robert Delude or at None of Your Business Podcast on Instagram and then send me a DM. And now let's order all your t-shirts. Let's get ready for the new year. And speaking about the new year, if you're looking for a mind shift and want to transform your life through my own experiences and from this podcast with the amazing guests that I have on, I've built up a toolkit that will transform your life. So if you're looking for a change in your life, DM me on Facebook or on Instagram and let's grow together. And grown together, go over to eastcoasttags.com and get 10% off using the promo code NOYB or none of your business or all of Michelle's merchandise. She's a badass. I love her. So go check that out. Now, guys, the one, the only, Dave Meltzer. All right, so welcome to the None of Your Business podcast, and uh, I got David Meltzer on today. So, David, who are you and what do you do? He's short. Uh, I'm an author, speaker, entrepreneur, but more importantly, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to empower over a billion people to be happy by using my platform of where I speak, the executive coaching I do, the books I've written, the TV shows I have, all the content that I put out there is geared to one thing, empowering others to empower others to be happy, spreading the greatest disease of all time, happiness. I love it. And how did you get into that? You know, I have the most eclectic background. I started out of law school selling legal research online in 1992 uh, in the internet that my mom told me was going to be a fad. And nine months out of law school, I'm a millionaire. Uh, parlay that the company itself sold in 1995 for $2.4 billion back when no companies were selling for even a billion. Then I went up to the Silicon Valley, learned my superpower of not only selling, but raising money, raised hundreds of millions of dollars in the middleware space and ended up by 30, a multimillionaire where I ran Samsung's first smartphone division, uh, which back then in 1999, they didn't have smartphones. They were called convergence devices. So I worked with Microsoft and Samsung on the PCE phone. Uh, after that, became an investor, an author, speaker, met Lee Steinberg, uh, and he hired me in 48 hours to be the CEO of the most notable sports agency in the world, uh, where I met Warren Moon, the Hall of Fame quarterback, who the past 11 years has partnered with me in a company that we founded together called Sports One Marketing, uh, where we both, uh, it's a sponsorship media event company, uh, in sports. Last four years, though, 
I really focused in on Dave Meltzer and Dave Meltzer Enterprises, uh, like I said, and I write books, I speak, I have two TV shows that are extremely fun and successful now. Elevator Pitch is on Entrepreneur Network and Cheddar, uh, six seasons of that. And then I'm just launching my biggest show Fridays at 8.30 p.m., January 8th. It's called Two Minute Drill. It's on the Bloomberg Network, Bloomberg TV, as well as Amazon Prime Video. Uh, and it's a blockbuster. It's the biggest accomplishment and project of empowering people to make more money, help more people, and have more fun with their lives. Awesome. I love it. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks. So what are you passionate about right now? You know, my main passion is to learn what I don't know. You know, I've come to this epiphany, especially during COVID, that I truly don't know what I don't know. And I've been blessed to have great successes in my life. Uh, I also left out of my story that in 2008, uh, while I was working with Lee Steinberg, I went bankrupt. I lost over $100 million. Uh, and what has occurred over the last 12 years since then is I've been on a journey of learning and humility. And those lessons, I'm very passionate about you know, allowing people to find their frequency, their authentic self, to be happy with who they are, learn not to lie to themselves like I did, really share my dummy tax that I paid with people so they don't have to pay it. And I'm very passionate about creating inspiring content, whether it be through social media, TV shows, books, coaching, uh, all the variety of things that I'm involved in. I also have a podcast called The Playbook, which is top of the world. And I have over 600 episodes now. My trainings are featured on Spotify and Entrepreneur, but it's really about learning. And I've now come to this conclusion. My life is aggregated and quantified by, can I be the person that, that uh, learned the most lessons? That's really what I'm passionate about, which means I'm going to make a lot more mistakes too, by the way. I love it. I love it. And you know, what kind of mindset were you in when you had to file bankruptcy? Well, let me share this story because I think it helps people understand the mindset. So you're talking about a kid that grew up with nothing. The only reason I wanted to be rich at five years old, I wanted to be a billionaire. I wanted to buy my mom a house and a car. Uh, we had six kids, five boys, one girl. My mom worked two jobs. She was a second grade teacher and then packed our dinners in a paper bag. Mostly my favorite was white bread, wonder bread with a slice of bologna and mustard. Uh, and I would eat that almost every day for dinner while she filled up turnstiles at the 7-Eleven with greeting cards. So for me, you know, money was going to buy me the only thing missing in my life uh, because the only time I was sad was when my mom was stressed about money. So I was going to buy my mom a house and a car. So coming into the bankruptcy, my greatest fear as a multimillionaire was losing everything, being called a failure. My mom had a saying, doctor, lawyer, or failure. So when I became an entrepreneur, the last thing I wanted to be was a failure. And here I was, not only was I afraid I'd lose my job, uh, because Lee Steinberg hired me as an icon, a legend for those billions of dollars in management of, hey, we're going to take care of your kids. Dave Meltzer is Midas. He's made all this money. He's going to make sure that your kids are taken care of off the field. We're going to take care of them on the field. And it was a great combination. Well, meanwhile, on top of it, I had to go tell my mom that I lost everything. Now, here's the sick thing. I realized as I had to tell my mom that not only was I bankrupt and, you know, I was worried that she would just, you know, completely freak out, but I forgot because I was 24 years old when I bought my mom the house and the car as a millionaire. It's the first thing I bought when I became a millionaire. I forgot to take her name, her, my, my name off of the title. So I lost my mom's house in the bankruptcy. I had to go tell her I was bankrupt and she was moving. And so you know, I had to tell her all this at once. 
I tell you, man, my mindset was holy shit is all I could think. And here's where my life changed. The most stressful time ever was telling her I could barely get the words out. I was crying. I went in person to tell her I couldn't get the words out. And she was so terrified. And literally when I finally got the words out, because she's like, what's the matter? You could tell me, you could tell me anything. What's the matter? I'm like, <laughs> like a five-year-old, you know, you've seen them before. Yeah. <laughs> and so I finally blurted out, Ma, I went bankrupt and I lost your house. You're going to have to move out. And she looked at me and she said, oh, oh thank God. Are you okay? I'm like, oh, oh, fine. She's like, do you need any money? And like that unconditional love, right? Th- that lesson. That's amazing. At my lowest point of my entire life, the most disappointed I've ever been in myself, to have someone that unconditionally loved me, believed in me, and was selfless in the news that I gave her was a beacon for me to get back up, to get restarted and say, you know what? If it took me nine months to be a millionaire out of law school, it's going to take me nine weeks this time. And it fired me up. And it only took me two weeks to make my first million dollars out of bankruptcy. Wow. Well, that's quite the turnaround. Good for you. <laughs> wow. So, you know, you said you know, your mom giving you that unconditional love was like the foundation for you to overcome that. Yeah. And my what, wife, but. Oh, and like, what, if there was a condition on that love, like, what do you think would have happened? Well, I was lucky also to have my wife. And so I think, you know, if my mom would have reacted like I thought and broke down and cried and told you, I told you so, and where am I going to live? I would have responded in a different motivation to take care of my mom. Yeah. Right. Which I did anyway, but it was a different energy to it. It wasn't out of obligation or guilt or offense or resentment. It was out of inspiration because she acted that way. So I think I still would have been motivated. Look, here's what I explained to people. When I graduated law school, I knew nobody. I knew nothing. I had $100,000 of loans. That's what my economic situation was. Hey guys, and just take a quick break from this amazing episode. And if you could just go over and hit the share button and share this with a friend through a text message or on your social media, I would very much appreciate it. Thank you guys. Now enjoy the rest of the episode. Right? And so if I was capable in my mind of making over a million dollars in nine months, you know, at 38 years old, running the most notable sports agency in the world with all the relationships and lessons and things that I've learned, how could I not know that I was going to continue? I've always made money. I was just stupid with my money, right? I over leveraged myself and let my ego get in my way, buying things I don't need to impress people I didn't like. Uh, but once I learned that lesson, that wasn't terrifying for me. So to have an inspirational moment instead of a fear-based, guilt-ridden, because I thought I was going to be driven by guilt and fear to help my mom, like, holy shit, but I wasn't. I was super inspired. And then my wife inspired me more. You're going to love this story. I came home with my, I, Lee didn't fire me. He, he was super gracious being the humanitarian he is. I came home with my first paycheck. And look, unlike other people, I went bankrupt, but I still had a job that paid, like one of the best jobs in the world. So, you know, my rock bottom happened two years before I lost everything, when I lost my gratitude, forgiveness, and accountability. And I had to, you know, take it in the face when my wife told me she wasn't happy and she was going to leave me. That was the bottom for me. But when I came home with my first paycheck, I asked my wife, hey, can I give part of this paycheck? We're living, you imagine, we have a mansion, Ferrari, Porsche, motorhome, boats, 
anything I wanted all taken from us. So now I'm living in a small home that's rented with rented furniture and one car. And I come home with my first paycheck and I ask my wife, hey, my wife and I have known each other since the fourth grade, hated me when I was little, went to the same junior high school and high school. So I asked her, can I give a scholarship to a kid from our high school? I never would have been able to go to college without a scholarship. My siblings would have been able to go. Look, I'm living through me now. I'm giving my life away for others. Is this okay? And my wife started to cry. And I go, don't, don't worry, I'll make more. I'm back on the road. Trust me, I got this deal, this deal. She said, no, no, you finally get it. She says, my entire marriage, I used to say you were lost. And I knew eventually you would get it. I'm like, get what? She goes, you trust the universe. You, you trust that there's going to be more. You live in a world of more than enough. You've lost your scarcity by losing everything. She said, I'd, I'd like you to double it. And I said, oh, no, I don't trust the universe. That <laughs> I, I told her, I, and I, and I've always blended pragmatic thinking into my faith and, and spirituality, which has grown, especially over the last 15 years. But that inspiration from my wife that, once again, I was blessed to be with two unconditional women. My greatest fear in my marriage was that my wife married me for my money because she didn't like me when I was little. I was asked her to go study at sixth grade camp and she said, no, I, I, in, in the back of my mind, always, I always asked, does she love me or does she love the money? Because when we started dating, I had a lot of money and you know, here's a girl that I was in love with for so long. And I truly believe money bought love and happiness. And so for me, when, when my wife was going to leave me with, and I had all my money, leave me at that point because of who I was and then stuck with me when I lost everything and was so supportive of me was the greatest gift that it made my marriage. You know, I'm 23 years married now. My wife's my best friend. I'm more attracted to her than any other woman still that I've ever met since the fourth grade when she saw her skateboard by my house. To me, what a gift. The most critical relationship in your life with your wife was cemented because of you know, stupidity and activity that was stupid. But more importantly, I'm blessed because I have two women that I know love me unconditionally. I love that. And, you know, I, if only more relationships could be unconditionally, like I'll love you only if this and put that line on everything. Like they say, I love you unconditionally until that happens. But you have two women in your life who love you unconditionally. And that, that's amazing. Um, wow, that's really powerful. I appreciate you sharing that with me and my, my audience for sure. Like my audience, you know, they, they want to hear stories on how you overcame things. Like they know my story. I woke up in the ICU after a drug overdose and now I'm on a mission to, you know, inspire others and, you know, overcome whatever struggle comes in your way. So I hope somebody listening can listen to your story right now and, and overcome whatever obstacle is in their way. So if you you know, we're going to talk to like the younger version of yourself and give them three pieces of advice. What three pieces of advice would you give yourself? One, uh, ask for help. Uh, so the first piece of advice I'd say is look, people want to help you. There's not gatekeepers. People are not trying to stop you. People out there are sponsors and power sponsors of yours. And you just, you got to be humble enough to ask for help. Don't try to do it yourself. Learn from and with the other people that are already where you want to be. The easiest way to get to where you want to be is to ask someone that's already there for directions. Ask them for directions. 
The second thing I would told myself is say thank you like your mom taught you before you go to bed and when you wake up. Say thank you every day. Gratitude is the most powerful of all things. And, you know, to change your life for simply saying thank you is the easiest, cheapest, fastest way to change your perspective, to find the light, the love, and the lesson. So have a practice of gratitude and attitude of gratitude in everything that you do. And then the third lesson would be about fear. Uh, and it would be, hey, you know, you're going to experience pain. You're going to make mistakes and have failures in your life but you wanna have as many as you can. Life is about lessons. The lessons are gonna keep on coming until you learn them. They're gonna result in pain, but pain is not a stop sign, it's an indicator. It's a turn signal that something better is coming for you if you learn the lesson. Suffering is the process that you have to go through in order to learn the lesson. It allows you, so what I want you to do is practice ending fear because fear is gonna get in your way of learning the lesson. Identify what you're afraid of. Stop when you're in fear or ego-based consciousness. Learn to drop down to center, learn to have quiet in your life, and then roll in the right directions. Be the most productive, efficient, and statistically successful person you can. So those are the three things. Radical humility by asking for help, of course, saying thank you, and then practicing ending fear. I love it. I love it. You know, right now, you know, we're living in a weird, in a weird world. Uh, and everyone's probably reading books, but like, what are some books that you have gifted to people and why? So besides my books, uh, you know, I give Connected to Goodness for free. If anybody wants my book, I'll sign it, send it to you, pay for shipping. I got the ebooks, but Connected to Goodness, it's a bestseller, has been for years. Uh, but it's based off of another book that I give away, which is Think and Grow Rich. Uh, I'm in the book Think and Grow Rich Legacy, the new version, but I don't even give away that. I give away the old version. Think and Grow Rich is my Bible. I read it every day. It blends two currencies. It teaches you about the energy of money, the currency that you put into the flow to get what you want. You know, money doesn't buy love or happiness, but it allows you to shop. And if you shop for the right things, you'll be super happy. If you shop for, like I did, the things you don't need to oppress people you don't like, you're going to be really unhappy. Uh, so money does allow you to shop. Uh, so, you know, that currency of money combined with something that you know very well from the situation that you endured is the currency of faith. The object of energy that we put into the flow to have faith that everything's going to be better as long as we put the law of Goya in effect getting off our ass. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, that blend to me uh, is, is really the, the lesson I've learned. Mm, I love it. So I got a couple last questions for you. One, if people want to find you, which would be pretty easy to, but if people want to find you, where can they go on the internet? You know what? Obviously, Google my name, David Meltzer, because like you said, at David Meltzer on everywhere else, David Meltzer, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, et cetera. But I'm very accessible. Uh, I answer all my own emails. I give my email out, david at dmeltzer.com. I have a text community, 949-298-2905. But I do a free training every Friday. The replays on Spotify, Entrepreneur, and every platform. The playbook has all my trainings on there, all of the great celebrities, athletes, entertainers, millionaires, billionaires entrepreneurs that I've had on 600 episodes to teach the playbook of success. But the easiest way, you know, you Google David Meltzer or email me at david at dmeltzer.com. I'm going to be there to be of service and to help find somebody I know that can help you or help you myself. I love it. I love it. All right. And last question, David, what is your message to the world? I have a very simple message. And it's one that I've learned from Lee Steinberg, uh, 
uh, the great sports angels that they made the movie Jerry Maguire about. It's simply be kind to your future self and do good deeds. So if you are out there, sad, anxious, frustrated, or even suicidal, the best thing I know besides seeking professional help is to go do a good deed. Go help somebody or something. It's impossible for you not to feel good when you're doing good. Mm, I love it. Again, thank you, sir, for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Excellent job. And I hope you enjoyed that episode with David Meltzer. And now if you guys want to learn more about David and check out his free Training Fridays, go over to D-M-E-L-T-Z-E-R dot com slash training. D-Meltzer dot com slash training for free Friday training to your road to revenue. Guys, these trainings are amazing. I highly recommend you check them out. Go follow me at Robert Delude or at None of Your Business Podcast and follow David Meltzer at David Meltzer on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Everything will be in the show notes, guys. I love you. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. And please go rate and review. I love you guys.